Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Hey, what up? Welcome in. Doug Gottlieb, and this is the all-new All-Hall. Let's, uh, let's discuss a couple of different things. By the way, you can check out the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 6 Eastern Time or 12 to 3 Pacific Time on your iHeartRadio app, foxsportsradio.com, or you can download the podcast wherever you download this podcast. Don't be afraid to uh, tell a friend. Tweet us at Gottlieb Show. Also, the Instagram is at Gottlieb Show. 
Let me get to uh, one one story in basketball. It's the idea the ACC proposed of having uh, basically like the old school Indiana basketball. Everybody gets in NCAA tournament. I, I don't hate the idea. Um, I really don't. I just I mean, there, there's a lot of unintended consequences of it. And the biggest unintended consequence would be that once you allow that to happen, it's really hard to go back. Right. It just is, you know, what is that? Once the, once the, the genie is out of the bottle, that's, that's the expression. There's no three wishes here that puts them back in the bottle and you can't wish for the genie's freedom, even though that eventually happened at the end of Aladdin genie, you're free. Um, but, but what I think is, uh, is interesting about it is like, look, Mike Krzyzewski obviously is as well-respected a guy as there is. He's an incredible coach and ambassador for the game. And I do think that a lot of it comes from the goodness of his heart. But there is the other side to it, which is there's a reality to college sports, uh, financially suffering. And this would lessen the financial burden on all these schools to put on games because that burden would be placed upon the NCAA, not upon the member schools or their conferences for their conference tournament. It's not a terrible idea. It's just not one that's really able to be exercised. And what it does is it says your regular season didn't mean anything, which it won't mean a ton anyway. And now it would mean nothing, at least for this year. And once you include everybody, it's really hard to start being exclusive starting back now. Oh, next year, we'll go back to not letting everybody in. Good luck with that. That doesn't usually happen. We didn't go from 64 to 65 to 68 teams. Then people go like, let's go back to 64. That doesn't happen. So look, does does the does everybody getting in sound like a good idea? Sure, um, I had lots of questions. You know, what, what do you do to ESPN, who had to have all those conference championships and provides so much of the money that that's used by those conferences? Uh, would CBS in turn be willing to pay more? I think the answer is yes. Um, but more than anything, like, is that really what the tournament's about? And I do understand for one year, you know. For one year, you can make a lot of adjustments. I mean, a lot of adjustments to what you want to do. So um, I, I, I get it. I just don't think it's likely to happen. Although there's no reason to not think that. I love that these conferences are expanding the number of conference, conference games. I think you should play everybody in your conference twice. And those other games, all right, you can play all by games outside of that. I, and I play a tournament. Like, that's not, let's roll. I also like the idea of pushing back the season. Should have been pushed back a long time ago. Thanksgiving is a perfect time to have your first, uh, you know, your first tournaments of the, you know, your first tournament of the, uh, of the year and then play a couple of games and don't play maybe another tournament at Christmas time and then play conference games when students get back onto campus. I think all of those things should in fact happen. All right, let's turn to the NBA where I've watched a lot of the Lakers and I got to tell you that, uh, there are parts of LeBron James's game which are still kind of missing. I don't know what's going on at the free throw line. Uh, the post game is still, eh, and and there seems to be times in which he's not trusting his jump shot. But and you're like, "What oh, hater?" No, but the, the athleticism is insane for a guy his age and at his body size. And two, the effort defensively is uh, pretty incredible. And that's really kind of what it comes down to. the The effort defensively is just magnificent and you know i i think of it and i i look at it and i'm like man that guy is just such a competitor that he has guys playing at a level so far above defensively what they should be playing great leadership 
I don't know if they have overall what it takes to beat the Clippers, but the Clippers are so hit and miss. You know, Paul George is so up and down here in the playoffs. Kawhi is great. He's the best player, and I think that having Kawhi and Paul George, who can both guard LeBron James, uh, Montrez a little bit, the problem is that the Clippers don't have anybody who can really guard Anthony Davis, and now that Anthony Davis, after the first game of the playoffs with the Houston Rockets, he seems to, two things, one, have gotten clearer sight lines, posting him up more, kind of quick posting him and have him going really quickly, and, and just being more dominant inside. Now, he's playing against Mighty Mites, right? That's what he's, what he's playing against. Play, playing against Mighty Mites, the Houston Rockets, but it's the way in which he's competing. That's really what's special. Now, as for the Clippers, I don't mind Patrick Beverly talking trash. I, I, I think Kawhi is the best player. I, I do think that there's, there's something missing there. And maybe they misplayed this thing. The Clippers didn't think they would be great until March or April. And then, of course... Once March came around, we had to shut it down and they were still kind of rounding into shape. I think now you start to figure, you start to understand that they weren't right then. And maybe I thought a little extra training camp, extra lead up games, but they never had their whole team. I, I question whether or not they'll be able to have that, have that type of cohesion and five as one. They, they played game four of the series with the Nuggets. That's about as good as you can play defensively. Like the Nuggets can, uh, Michael Porter Jr. can sit there, and we're going to talk about him with my brother Greg. Um, what his comments? They can sit there and say we need to move the ball more, but the the difference is you have two great players, and they just chose to play great defense. They bought in from the second that there was a jump ball, really to the end of the game. That type of effort is what it's going to take to beat the Lakers, who play with the same type of defensive intensity. The Lakers just don't have the surrounding scoring that the Clippers have. All right, let's welcome him in. He's a uh, longtime, 25-year assistant in college basketball. He's also my brother, and he appears again on the podcast. He's the coach, Greg Gottlieb. Uh, okay, so, Greg, let me, let me get your take on Michael Porter Jr., who, really talented kid. Um, you know, his dad's been an assistant on the women's side at Missouri, and then, of course, the men's side at Washington, and then was an assistant when his son was a player at Missouri. And uh, MPJ, he didn't... Was he a rookie this year or last year, right? Didn't play his first year. And he has had some scoring outbursts in the bubble. But it's more what he said after they lost what feels like a deciding, you know, like almost a series-clinching game four where he called out his coaching staff uh, for not utilizing everybody, right? He, he, he did say that Jokic and, and Jamal Murray are great players, but, hey, we got to get more people involved. The, the, the coach in you... How does how does that land in a coach's locker room? Well, first of all, you know I think the the context you watch it, and uh, you know, like you said, he was he was a rookie last year, but he didn't play at all last year, so this is really his first year. And uh, um, I'm looking at it like uh, he made a rookie mistake with the media too, you know, and especially in the playoffs in this situation, I think they kind of walked him into that question, and he, he kind of. I think he went down that road before he realized maybe what he did. But, you know, as a coach, uh, you know, you can't, you can't be uh, – you don't want to be questioning the tactics or what you're doing um, in, in the media by any stretch. I think that kind of undermines the group as a whole. Those are definitely things that need to be taken in the context of, of uh, in the locker room and things that don't leave the locker room. 
but again, I think he kind of got he got baited into that, and then I think he kept going, um, not realizing what he had done. I, I would bet he probably is looking back, saying, uh, "I probably shouldn't have done that." And he, you know, but the damage is done. I, I also think, though, that this is something that you know I talked about at the time. You know, he is. He and, and, and Trey Young is, you know, they played it together, obviously, in AU basketball. But they're, they're one and the same in that their dads were players. Their dads have protected them. They're, they're like uh, bubble boys a little bit where they haven't had as many normal interactions with teammates, with the media. They haven't had the ups and downs. Like It's like in an effort to produce these super talented um, offensive players, like there's there's some normal kind of I don't know connective tissue that that's kind of missing in how they interact with other people, right? Like, um, and it doesn't make them bad people, and it doesn't make their parents bad people, but it it does. There's there's an arrested development there where they not they they want it to sound and be professional, and they do on the on the surface make that appearance. But the reality is they're just kids who haven't experienced lots of things. Like, they ain't experienced playing with the type of hardcore dude that puts them up against the wall and be like, yo, who are you talking to? Or, hey, bud, until you can actually guard somebody, you shouldn't be speaking on anything else uh, going on in the NBA. These two things would be, would be accurate. And I, I, I agree with anyone who says, like, well, there wasn't anything sinister about it because he he's talking about his whole team and how good his whole team is. Like, yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't, make, that doesn't help you win games. It only hurts you. There's, there's nothing said is going to help anybody win a game. Well, again, you you got to take the other side of the context, though, right? I mean, he played one game at Missouri, I think, and then he had the back issue, and so you know, uh, and then and then really didn't didn't do anything last year, and and uh, he's just starting to to play. So all of a sudden, this is really he's had very little interaction with the media. I think, even despite the fact that he was the number one player in his class, you know, when you're when you're being recruited in in high. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It's cool. You know, all the interaction is how great you are. There really is no, there's, you know, you don't see the downside. You're not getting walked into things like this. So... You know, I would chalk it up to his inexperience in terms of handling that. I think, uh, you know, all good players, especially as you go up, they all have an opinion. I mean, he's, he's played for some good coaches. He's, he is a coach's son, so he's going to have an opinion. Those are, those are all valid things that he talked about that would happen, uh, you know, you might discuss with your team or with the coaching staff uh, when it comes down to trying to figure out, you know, I think he came from the context of what we got to do to win. So I think all those things were good. I just think, again, can't say that stuff to the in the media, and then you got to be smart enough to know when they're baiting you to say that. Because I mean, that's that's all those guys are looking for. I mean, that you know, kudos to the guy that did the, that asked the questions. They walked him right into that. Um, but that's where I I think the, the the biggest mistake lies right there. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. 
What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You have such a negative, like you're, the undertones, you're so negative about the media, right? Like, like it's all... Well, you're one of them, not, right? It's like, yeah. Um, and by the way, if you're on a podcast, you're, you're actually kind of... Yeah, but yeah. Actually, I'm one too. Sure. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I like, look, you're going to tell me what you're going to tell me. Nobody can force you to give me any sort of answers that you don't want to provide. You know, if I ask you, Hey, what would you do? What would you do differently? Or what do you think of your team's approach? It's up to you as a, I mean, he's not a dummy. Yes. He's inexperienced and he's young, uh, but he's not a dummy. He's able to form his own sort of opinion and way of, of talking about it and painting it. But I don't, yeah, I, th- I, don't I have think so. Near- the, when you're inexperienced, you know, you, you, you get into a conversation and you don't realize, you know, how important it is, you know, the words you choose or when you need to know sometimes when you, you need to end it, end it and control it to control the interview if you're, uh, if you're in that position. And so if you, you know, like I said, they asked him, they asked him a couple of questions. He answered it honestly, maybe a little bit too honest given the, as I said, but then the, then the follow up question after that, I think that's where he kind of, went a little too far and, and uh, that's where and as an experienced guy you you know you find a way to uh, navigate around that so that you don't become clickbait and, you know right now you know he's trending because of all that you know so that yeah. that to me let is me, the let, me one let me thing. let me play I mean, a, let me let me play that sa- let, let's play that let's play that sound here let's play that sound take a listen it's really up to the play calls it's really up to the coaches who they want to put the put the ball in whose hand um, we kept going uh, to yoke and maw um and that's, you know, I think that's, they're, they're two amazing players. So you can never get mad at that. But I just think uh, to beat that team, we got to get more players involved. We got to move the ball a little bit better. I mean, it, it had kind of worked, right? Like, I don't know. Jamal Murray has been so impressive to me. Like, I had no idea he had this in him. Did you? Well, I think he, yeah, I think last year even he had some uh, big time moments. But you know, Denver's not a team that you watch all the time, unless you're in the Denver market. So, um, I, I I thought he was a hell of a player. Um, obviously, he's just continued to ascend. To you know, um, he's risen to the occasion for sure. Um, and I and I love um, Jokic, but I mean, I, and I and I don't think even right there is what, what got him in trouble. I think the follow up after that, he you know he kept going. I think that that point he's saying you know not just you know those guys got to be able to to uh, we got to balance we need a balanced scoring attack right there so I, I don't know that that's you know it's after when he talked about you know the, the plays the coaches call and things like that so I mean I you know the argument is if you're a really good player you find other ways to score when you don't have the ball right go get it off the glass cut to the basket get an offensive rebound run the floor um, you know, make them pay for helping, that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, no and I, I actually think that's another issue we have with how basketball is taught at such a young age, which is 
everything is taught with what you do with the basketball in your hands. And, you know, it's like Billy Donovan says, you know, 95% of that game is the game is played without the ball in your hands. That's what you can, you can't, you're going to make shots, you're going to miss shots. It's what else do you do? And I, I do think he's a guy who, uh, that is very good with the ball in his hands, but it's the other stuff that he doesn't do and doesn't kind of get yet. And maybe that's a little bit of, and by the way, playing through Jokic, Jokic is essentially their point guard, right? Like, Of course I would play through Jokic. He's an incredible passer. And with his size, he has great vision. And, and again, it doesn't, it's not even if what he said was right. It's just more the fact of, Hey dude, what are you doing? Right. I mean, the only thing you can say is you don't, you don't, you don't air your, your, those things in the public. Those are things that go on in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Um, but I'm giving him, I'm only giving him a pass because, is because of his youth and inexperience, and I'm saying, you know what, I, I bet you if you were to ask him, he'd agree with us and say, you know what, I, prob- I probably shouldn't have said that right now. I- I'm looking at, uh, so, so tomorrow night you're going to have Celtics-Raptors, and they're coming off a double overtime game. It's game seven, and those guys, I, mean, I don't know if you saw, I mean, the, the minutes that they played, the shot making in double overtime was obscene just obscene for those guys to be making those shots under that sort of pressure. You know, like I, I don't think the defense broke down that much in the second overtime that you can honestly point to and go, yeah, that that's why there was a, the offensive output. But Lowry played 53 minutes. Siakam played 54. Uh, OG and Obi played uh, 50. Van Vliet played 51. For the Celtics, you had four of their starters play 50 or more minutes. Uh, your general philosophy, you have, a, you have one day in between games. Guys are just dusted. Guys are tired. What do you do? You know, most of everything in preparation-wise is going to be mental because the whole key would be obviously physical recovery is everything. So they might be walking through some stuff. They might, they might show up and shoot a little bit, but they're going to do very little. They're going to get off their feet, and then they'll walk through the scouting report. They'll watch some film on the on – the, uh, on the last game, whatever adjustments they think they need to make, but this is a, just as much mental as it is physical. Yeah, I, I wonder if and and Kemba Kemba did not play well, did not shoot the ball well at all last night. I just I do wonder if uh, who's going to it's it's a risky play, but who's going to run the risk of playing your bench early in the game so that your starters maybe have juice in the tank late in the game. Although I, I, I also think that, that some of that, the fatigue stuff, while it's going to be really hard in the next round, whoever gets the Eastern Conference Finals, I, I think, you know, um, your, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the, the competitiveness will kind of push you through, kind of push you over the top. So I don't think it's, like I think the fatigue thing is a little bit overrated once we get in into a game. I think to get your kind of motor started and to get started at a halftime is hard. And I do think that if you're just dead tired, you don't have, you know, you don't have the juice. But the idea of you know, like minutes, like once you start going, if you got it, you got it. I, I don't, I don't. I was never a guy who liked to come out of a game, so I don't. Really, I'm not really bothered by those type types of minutes. Yeah, but I would also say maybe the game was going to favor the team that's going to get the most. Um, you know, layups are getting downhill more and going to shoot more free throws based on that, right? Because, you know, when you're tired, the thing that maybe goes is your ability to shoot the ball. Uh, you know, the, the, who knows? Maybe the, there may be another guy that emerges uh, that didn't play as much in that last series that's going to have to be a factor. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, you you know, I think the, the playoffs are so different than the regular NBA season. You know, now when it's winter, go home. You know, you're going to 
you have to reach down and find an extra gear, and that's what makes these guys great. You know, these are the moments that really define them as players, too, right? So I think, um, you know, you're, if you're really good and you're tired, you're going to rise to the occasion. Uh, last thing, there, there's a proposal from the ACC, which has roundly been shot down, but I actually understand some of the thinking of it. We talked about it a little bit earlier um, on, the, on the podcast. What, what, what's your take on the idea of having a special NCAA tournament where everybody gets in this year? You know, um, there's two sides to that, right? I mean, the one side is like, could be a really interesting tournament, uh, for sure. I think it'd be really be crazy to see how it would work. But the other side of it is like, they kind of almost defeat some of the purpose of what you do during the regular season. Um, and it's such a tremendous thing and opportunity to be a part of it. You know, just, just for a lot of teams, just going to the NCAA tournament is like winning it all. Um, so I don't know if it, it takes away from all that. Uh, you know, I, I love the idea that we're willing to think outside the box, though. So, you know, I think that's always been my biggest thing is like, you know, we just always do the same thing because it's all we've ever done. Why not? Why not? And use this. This might be the year to do it, especially if we don't have as many conference game or non-conference games as we normally would have, you know. And um, so I think and from that side, it'd be it'd be interesting to see. But the, the other side is it does it take away from it being special, you know? Um, but again, this could be just a special year altogether, right? So, I mean, it really would be crazy to think if you had a tournament like that after having no tournament the year before, too, the combination of that together, and that would be, you know, bizarre. Um, and then who knows if the TV would, would, would uh, you know, be interested in that. Well, I think they'd be interested in it. The question would be, you know, what would you do to your other team? Like, what would you, what would happen with ESPN, who, of course, owns the rights to all those uh, conference championship games? Would they be allowed to broadcast the tournament games? How would, I mean, it, it could be worked out, and you have enough time to do it. What would the, you know, rate of pay be? And, you know, I, the other thing is, like, I think people think that you create, you're just kind of creating two, what, two or three more rounds. I mean, that's all you're really doing which you, you're not, you don't have the inventory that you have with the conference tournaments. I think the ACC, a good portion of it is, hey, these schools that don't know if they can play or not, it's, it's, out, of fi- you know, it's out of financial difficulty. You're not going to have some non-conference games being played. Here's a way where if you play an NCAA tournament game, it all goes to the NCAA tournament in terms of a bill, right? Between testing yep. and everything else that goes into it. Let the NCAA pay for it. And while that sounds like a good idea, on paper, in practice, it's it's a lot more difficult. I think those are all the practical reasons. You know, I'm just saying, yeah, and I think from an emotional reason, like I said, is it really special if everybody gets to be a part of it this time, you know? And um, and really, when you have all those games, I mean, it, even when this, there's 64, uh, you know, games going on, right, that round of 64, first round, it's hard to keep, it, keep track of them all at, at once. I mean, you imagine if it, that first weekend... Uh, be a lot of games that aren't going to be seen, to be honest. All right, one story before you go. Give me a, give me a recruiting story. Player, uh, whether it's where you saw him, how you found him, something that happened on a visit. I need one recruiting story. Well, uh, a kid that we got or a kid that we didn't get. I, the the uh, Skyler Spencer, a kid we didn't get. I always loved that one because uh, I just could, couldn't help it. It started laughing. His, um, kid 
uh, Skylar Spencer is a kid from Price High School. We had two kids from Price High School already on our team, and Skylar was a, a, a really good prospect, um, but a young kid. As a matter of fact, his coach called him. Uh, if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big puppy, because he was just... He was just like a puppy, man. He was kind of long and gangly and uh, really athletic, turned into, I think he might be the all-time leading shot blocker at San Diego State. Um, but, like, he literally shot his free throw. He might have been better shooting his free throws underhand because he could not shoot a lick. And that was something I think Mike Montgomery couldn't get over when we were at Cal. But I just remember two things sitting in there with, the, with his – with his family when they came up to campus to visit. And the first thing was his dad had it in his mind, um, which I don't think was, was the case, but he had us con- tried to convince us that the reason he named Skyler was, you know, uh, a marketing thing when he was a baby, that he was, uh, he named him Skyler because of Skyhook. And, uh, uh, which I thought was a little comical. But the other thing that I thought was kind of funny was when he told us that, um, he said, he said, you know, I got Skyler working out. We just got him a Bowflex. And so, you know, we got him on a weight program with the Bowflex. And I've never, ever heard of anybody. I don't know anybody that has a Bowflex, let alone a Division One player that builds his body on a Bowflex. So I always thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, uh, I, I got one for you. Skyler, I, I don't know if you knew this story. Um, I think his dad, was he right or left-handed? And his dad... I, his dad actually taped, duct taped, I'm going to say like his, one of his arms like to his side so he couldn't use that arm. You know, to make, I, think it was, I think he did it to his right arm to make him use his left hand, make him shoot and dribble and everything with his left hand. And uh, I remember the San Diego State coaches telling me like that's why he was so scared. He didn't know what hand he was supposed to use because when, they, when he worked out, when he was like in middle and high school, his dad would tape his hand to his side. I mean, his dad was a exuberant guy, though. He was leading the cheers at Price High School. Give me a P. Give me an R. And he'd go on down. And, and uh, great, great kid, you know. Uh, but that that was a, kind of just a, something I always remember. You know, I, that, that was the first and only kid I knew that, that trained on a Bowflex. That's a, that's a good one. You have I one of those, think- though, Doug, don't you? I do not have a Bowflex. I do not. I've never used a Bowflex. Never used one. Not once in my life. All right, bro. Got to go. Thanks for joining us. You got it. See ya. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, Greg, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Let's conclude with this in regards to the NBA. Feels like Clippers and Lakers going to happen. At the time of this recording, we don't know in terms of Celtics and Raptors. The Celtics were one, actually 0.5 seconds away from going up three games to none. And now they got to battle out in a game seven against a team that won a championship last year. That's, That's crazy. That's where we are. Obviously, the Miami Heat are waiting and we could, I had the Celtics and the Clippers in the finals, but we could very easily have the Raptors or the Heat, you know, against the Lakers in the finals. Wouldn't it be, Heat Lakers kind of interesting. I never even thought of that as a possibility, but I guess that is a possibility. Um, the one thing you know in game seven is what guys, you find out what guys really have it inside, what guys are in shape, who's not in shape, and what coaches can make the right adjustments and, and call the right plays and get the right shots at the right moments. Jason Tatum wasn't great uh, last night, so we'll see if he can adjust. And obviously, you'd think Gordon Hayward won't play. He may, he'll may he be ready for the conference finals. I do think that Gordon Hayward could add another weapon to the Celtics. I don't think he screws him up addition by subtraction style. Thanks so much for listening, downloading, rating, reviewing. Um, we really appreciate it. Check out the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.